It's Thursday, January 13, 2022. That's enough to power two million homes. Offshore wind leases are on the horizon for the East Coast. World's oceans were the warmest in recorded history in 2021 for the third year in a row. Plus, Biden EPA cracks down on toxic coal ash waste pits. All of that toxic news and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Our, our role on climate change is, is a limited one, but it's an important one. And it is to assure that the banking institutions that we regulate understand their risks and can manage them. Where some unexpected government policy uh, change happens, which which could potentially create disruption. Wait, Fed Chair Jerome Powell, you're more worried about disruption to banks from government policies than from climate change? Got it. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, the 2021 temperature records keep coming in, don't they? Yes, they do. The day after Europe's Climate Service announced that the past seven years have been the hottest in recorded history, we now have another temperature record. 2021 was the hottest year on record for the oceans since scientists began tracking ocean heat in the 1950s. Are they boiling yet? No, not yet. But it is yet another sign of the long-term warming trend driven primarily by humanity's use of planet-heating fossil fuels. According to new research published this week, the past five years have been the five hottest for Earth's oceans. Since the late 1980s, oceans have been warming eight times faster than in preceding decades. It matters because warming oceans supercharge extreme weather like storms and hurricanes, accelerate rising sea levels through thermal expansion, and threaten the marine food supply. A lot of the heat that was expected in the atmosphere, we have since learned, has now been sucked into the ocean, so they're warming at an even greater rate. Yes, that's correct. 2021 was also one of the costliest years for natural disasters globally. Reinsurance company Munich Re on Monday put the overall cost of economic losses from natural disasters worldwide last year at $280 billion. That's uninsured losses, more than a third of insurance losses were caused by just two storms, Hurricane Ida in the U.S. and the July flash floods in Europe. Now, why isn't Fed Chair Jerome Powell more worried about that than the potential risk of government policy gone awry? That's a great question. Thank you. Weather extremes in Brazil are contributing to global price increases. Bloomberg News reports that extreme weather events in Brazil have added fuel to a spike in inflation, pushing up costs for everything from soybeans to metals. In southern Brazil, heat and drought are hammering global commodity crops like soybeans and oilseed, which is used to make everything from cooking oil to animal feed. In the north, extreme rainfall has flooded mines, forcing them to close affecting the global supply chain. Any concerns, Jerome Powell? But some good news. The Biden Environmental Protection Agency is cracking down on toxic coal ash waste. Millions of tons of toxic waste is generated every year as a byproduct of burning coal for electricity. It's stored in unlined coal ash waste pits that can leak toxins like mercury, cadmium, and arsenic into the environment, including into fresh water sources near power plants. Mmm, delicious. 
There are an estimated 500 coal ash ponds in the United States, and this is the first time the federal government has acted to force the coal power industry to clean up pollution of groundwater from coal ash, which is the leading source of water pollution in the United States. The move could also lead to early retirement of polluting coal plants in the Midwest. Good. I hope it doesn't affect any of the banks. Finally, the Interior Department announced this week that it will hold its first offshore wind lease sale. Next month, companies will be able to bid on wind power development leases for nearly half a million acres off the coasts of New York and New Jersey. Interior Secretary Deb Holland told reporters the lease sale will be key to developing a robust domestic offshore wind supply chain and includes innovative stipulations that require developers to make every reasonable effort to ensure projects are built with union labor and source components from domestic manufacturers. Interior estimates projects in one lease area alone will generate up to seven gigawatts of clean, emissions-free electricity. That's enough to power two million homes. We also expect this will create tens of thousands of good-paying jobs in the region. That sounds like good news. Gosh, I hope that doesn't throw off anybody at the banks. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today because I was so irritated with Jerome Powell, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple, Google, or Amazon Podcasts. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Money that matters You're what I say